Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast. Uh, it's only been a few days ago, it seems like we were doing a podcast, Joe, about the GA return to play protocols and guidelines. And we actually, we were due to do a one on SNC and sports science in professional football, just to, to, to cater for some of our other audience. Um, but in the last few days, a, a whole new topic has kind of has kind of come into play online and, and through the GA as regards the guidelines on the return to play for the clubs and the structures and the competitions uh, from the county boards. So we said that we just, let's get this podcast out. We've got John Fogarty from the Irish Examiner, luckily with us, um, who definitely seems to have his finger on the pulse over the last week. John, do you seem to have a a red hotline phone to, to Tom Ryan's office up in Crow Park. You seem to get all the, the inside scoops. No, not at all, Kieran. It's just a case of making a few phone calls. That's, that's it. And <laughs> talking to a few county chairmen, a few county secretaries and getting a feel for the, the place. You know, um, obviously I was part of a, a media call with Tom Ryan and John Horn last week and we got the, the rundown uh, from Fergal McGill, who's the director of um, the club player and games administration, and he gave the idea. Um, he basically explained the outline, what they were going to give the clubs um, up until the, the 11th of October, um, coming back hopefully at the end of July. Obviously, that depends on social restrictions, uh, the, the distancing uh, being reduced from two metres. That's a huge thing, you know, but I, I think there's an understanding at this stage that that's going to happen. But um, yeah, then it just took off with counties starting from Monday. I think Kilkenny were one of the first um, just to explain this is what we're going to do and it's fine for Kilkenny with all respect to them they don't have that a huge football element they can really just go with the um, they can stage the football championship I would imagine even during the, the Hurling Inter-County Championship but obviously for the likes of Wexford and I imagine we'll be talking about them um, and for the likes of dual counties it's certainly a lot more difficult to, to get your ducks in a row um, with obviously with the, with, the, with the two codes and then the inter-county championship as well. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a fascinating subject really because you see, I think a lot of the issues and the problems currently that the GA are facing and over the last few, few years is probably all about to come to head now with this issue as regards, is it, is it, are we a, a, a club player organisation? Where's the dynamic of the club versus county or is it and county? What, where does the, the county manager sit, the power of the county boards, the, um, I suppose, the, the, the power of the county boards given from Crow Park. You know, they give them a lot of kind of responsibility to come up with their own, their own plan. So I think it's a really, really interesting topic. We've got Joe Coulter back. Joe, I'm, I'm delighted to say we found a sponsor for, for your substantial wages uh, the UK government aren't paying you enough, obviously, as a maths teacher. So I'm after sourcing a fantastic... First of all, welcome back. Thanks, Keir. Great to be back. Great to have you on, John. <laughs> um, so, so just to give a shout out to our sponsors, it's, uh, I mentioned it the last day, it's ripped.app. Uh, they've come on board with us. Brilliant uh, uh, service. I've been using it with the, with the business. We're about to launch a, a new DSS online training uh, we've got a, a webinar, a free webinar Monday week. So we're going to go through the, the software with Cormac and some of the lads. And just to give you a quick bit of info about RIP, so it's a, a platform that connects coaches with clients and athletes, helps you to create individualized workout programs and deliver them into an app. And then your athletes and players 
and teams can access all that information there. They can see their reps and sets and exercises. It's like your online training, only much, much better and using, using technology and everything like that as well. They can rec record their workout, their training loads, their well-being data, and that all feeds back into the coach and the S&C coach. So it's a, it's a really, really brilliant piece of software. And Cormac and lads have been great with us. They have a special offer at the moment with the DSS website. So just head over to dailysportscience.com and you get two months free uh, subscription then with the platform. So we're, we're really delighted to have them on board and it means that we can keep Joe Coulter with us as well on the show. Okay, John, um, can you tell us then just a little bit of information at the beginning about what was the official line from the GA? Um, is it a rule? Is it a guideline? And are we waiting for some more guidance from the GA as regards how do you, obviously we're waiting for the inter-county structure, but is there going to be further guidance for county boards and clubs? I imagine there is going to be, um, Kieran, in the, in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be extremely busy. Um, um, a lot of directives or guidelines coming from, from Crow Park. As far as I know, it's, it's not necessarily a rule, although management committee, you might be aware, management committee have been given the power or were empowered basically given Congress powers with regard to um, structuring the Inter-County Championship and also the calendar year or what's yeah. left of it. And it's mad to say that, isn't it, in June of what's left of the of the year. But, you know, we've lost so much at this stage. But, yeah, they, they've been given the, the, the power to provide the guidelines. And, um, you know, there's, there's a question of, you know, the 14th of September, which is the, obviously the... Uh, when inter-county teams can come back officially, and I use that word, the operative word is officially, because I think we all know, um, speaking to speaking to the Waterford Senior Hurling Manager, Liam Cahill, earlier in the week, he said, if anybody thinks that we're going to stick to this, um, they're completely naive. And and you know what? I Not that I condone it, but I can completely understand it, because you have to, and it's something I'm sure we'll talk about in a while, Karen, is that the power of the inter-county manager, a lot of these guys are either in their first year who want to make serious impressions, or really are in their last, like the likes of Declan Bonner uh, is in his last Rory Gallagher obviously is in his first in Derry Mickey Hart is in the last of his current uh, agreement so we saw Turlock um, Turlock O'Brien mm. step down because obviously he sees the 20s a very altruistic decision in my opinion anyway he saw that the 2020 season was going to um, fold over into the 2021 so he said listen you know I, I, I'm sure he saw this season as the season that he was going to step away he wanted to give somebody a clean break and that's completely understandable but yeah there's so many you, you, you said it in a nutshell earlier on Ken this, it, it, this has exacerbated the whole club versus county issue um, not, you know we should be celebrating I know it was written earlier in the week why should we be complaining uh, about a return should we be celebrating it when certainly a couple of months ago a lot of us felt that we weren't going to see any games this year but you know, now that we have games, we always we always want something to complain about. But we know that the relationship between club and county isn't healthy, and now it's been exacerbated hugely by um, the rush that we now have in terms of trying to get a season squeezed into what's left in twenty twenty. Yeah, absolutely. Just to jump in there, Joe, we're 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 putting out the call for Turlock O'Brien and a great friend of the show, Stevie Poacher, your your buddy, to come on the show one of the days, and we'll have we must have a chat with them about the, the a few of our London v Carlo battles and everything like that. Joe, we we must get them on. 
Yeah, absolutely, Kieran. Yeah, it'd be great to get Turlow on and uh, Stevie, Stevie Putcher on because we had some good battles with him. And it'd be good to hear, you know, their time at Carlo and, and, and how they planned everything in a little bit more detail. That'd yeah. be very interesting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Turlock is a great man, he, he interested in his cycling and everything. It's, it's interesting, John, because it seems like this is about to be about to become, and it probably already has, a massive own goal in terms of PR for the GA. Because they probably, over the last few months, they kind of tapped into the pulse of the nation in Ireland in that they were being very conservative as regards their, their return to play. Uh, the local community, the club, the GA club is at the heart of it. They were out, they were helping people, they were bringing food to old people, they were bringing fuel, and it really showed the best of the GA coming together. And then, I suppose John Horn, like I was relatively critical of John Horn, President John Horn, a while back by saying that there will be no return to games while social distancing measures are in place. Because I thought, well, that's just not going to happen. You know, the GA will definitely return. In, in, in the short to medium term, which, which ended up happening. But like in the space of a week of everybody saying, brilliant, the GA is back, I can't believe it, we're going to be watching games, you know, whether it's behind closed doors or not or whatever. In the space of a week, everybody now is again throwing their hands up in the air and saying, the GA don't care about us, they, they, they don't play, care about the club mm. player, this shows the, the divide. I mean, in some ways, could they, han- could they have handled this situation much better in hindsight? I think they could have claimed to be flippant about it initially. I think it shows that we're back, if you know what I mean, that we're complaining. Um, (laughs) That does show one reason, but I can understand my, my criticism of Crow Park is not a huge one. I, I, I would have felt that County coming back first would have, um, would have been not the ideal situation, but it would have been a more appropriate situation for a number of reasons. Number one, safety-wise, less numbers, uh, more controlled. The likes of John Kiley, the Limerick senior hurler manager, said to me recently, "Where you know our players are used to being tested, if the mm-hmm. testing mechanism mechanism was to come in, but it was more controlled. Um, it, you know, it would have come back." it would have provided the GA with an opportunity to take some of their commercial money back. Like there's, I think there's 19 million on the table there. They would have been able to recoup some of that. That would have hopefully have stimulated um, the organization because as we know, there's no money there at the moment. But also, um, I think it could have been run off very quickly in two months and then the rest of the year could have been given to the clubs. Um, I just thought coming back with the clubs um, raises a, a huge amount of issues. Number one, in terms of the amount of players involved, the amount of families that are involved, the amount of families that they have to go back to, um, and and the more I, uh, the more I'm convinced of that. Well, I've seen this the, the, this past week. You know, like I, I can understand where the GA are coming from, bringing yeah. back the clubs. When the clubs come back, Tom Ryan said it to me there last Saturday. We, uh, when the clubs come back, that means the GA is back. Mm. But you know. Is it, is it too soon? That's what it feels like at the moment to bring back the clubs right now. It's When I say idealistic, I don't put a lot of this at Crow Park. I put this at county boards who basically are, you know, it is a case of the tail wagging the dog, the dog in, in some ways. Don't get me wrong, there's some county boards where from I'm hearing from players who are absolutely delighted with what this, the structure that they have. They're going to be playing when the start is is dry they're going to be playing when you know not in the in the muck and, and the dirt of November and uh, you know the end of October or whatever that will be left now to the inter-county teams but 
COPAC gave, I think they entrusted, there was too much trust given to county boards to do the right thing. Um, yeah. This goes back to April as a month in the past as well to do the right thing to get, you know, a couple of championship games in there. Now, Cropac then said, well, we never said they should have championship games there, but I think they, you know, that was the intention to get their championship running at a, at a time of year where, where the weather is good. Now we're going to see blitzes, blitzes of, 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 of county championships. We're going to see, and we've already, we're already hearing it this week, of players who are already disillusioned and disenchanted now feeling um, even more so. And that yeah. is a huge concern, particularly in Wexford, where you know the reports from um, the reports from some players is quite worrying. You know, yeah, it's it's a major problem. It's really interesting because you've had a few days ago where the announcement of clubs returning first, and everybody's saying, "Okay, brilliant, this is great. We're getting back out on the pitch. We'll have loads of games." And then it's like, well, the county boards have decided that actually we're going to shorten your season in order for the, the county teams to come back training, and it just feels inherently wrong to me like regardless of all the different structures mm. and recovery and I get all of that the sports science of it but that to me just just feels wrong I found it interesting that you mentioned about getting the clubs back or the county team back first because I actually did a piece uh, for James Cox with buzz.ie the last day and it was the day before the announcement was made and I made a big thing with him to say that look the county team should return first. And exactly for the reasons that you mentioned about the testing, those players will be fitter. You know, they're following their programs. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing as well, like you say about the money, and we have to be realistic, like the county team does pay for everything in the GA, including people's wages, game promotion officers. Mm -hmm. But by putting the county team, county game in the depths of the winter, I mean, it doesn't make sense from a commercial point of view. So in some ways, I'm quite surprised. And and also, you've less teams. You've less grounds. Mm. You've less teams. So I am surprised that they they didn't do that. Um, But anyway, that's it. Just on on that, Kieran, um, I think maybe one of the reasons why Crow Park wanted to push the the, uh, All-Ireland Championship further further out was because maybe the possibility that the R rate goes down and then you go back to one metre social distancing and then you're maybe getting bums on seats in Crow Park. I think John Horne mentioned maybe 21,000 people into Crow Park, which actually I think it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, so I think from the, that point of view, maybe the GA were looking at that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a calculated risk, isn't it, John? D- doing it that way, I think. It is. Whatever way they did this, whatever way they did this, the GA were going to be criticised. Um, and going club first, my my, you know, it's it's it, as I say, it seems the idealistic thing. It's certainly turn in terms of uh, you know optics, absolutely the right thing to do. Though, but the further you go into it, and the further you realise that clubs are going to be playing off like in such a short space of time. And don't get me wrong, some uh, I repeated, some counties uh, from players so I've been speaking to are, are happy, are happy with it, but. You can see it out there at the moment. There is disgruntlement and there is frustration that um, a minority are being um, prioritised here. And don't get me wrong, there is an other, you know, Joe mentioned the financial aspect of it as well. Club championships are needed to fund county teams as well. But when club, uh, well, when, when club championships are run over such a short uh, space of time, uh, you do wonder about whether the integrity and whether um, the sovereignty of, of the competitions are, are, are going to be impacted too much and is there going to be a lasting effect? I imagine the CPA are going to be very busy over the next few weeks. 
Yeah, I, th- I, I think before we move on, I think it was a massive own goal by the GA. And unfortunately, a lot of it wasn't their fault in that, like you say, that they probably entrusted a lot of responsibility to the county boards, expecting them that they would take advantage of that whole 11-week period. Um, they haven't, for reasons that we'll go into in a minute. But in some ways, like I, I often think of the GA of that, they are controlled by the members ultimately. And why are they not thinking more like a political party or a, a, you know, a government in place whereby sometimes you have to do U-turns and sometimes the optics are as important as the actual protocols you put in place. And I'm surprised they ha- that, that doesn't seem to dawn on them, you know, in terms of this situation, in terms of funding for Dublin. A lot of times optics are nearly as important, if not more important, than the actual reality on the ground. And I find that surprising with them. So, okay, let's, let's move on. So what, just give us a flavor, John, for some of the counties, what they're planning to do and, and how they're planning on utilizing or, or not utilizing their, mm. their 11 weeks. Well, the funny, uh, I, as I mentioned, Kilkenny started the ball rolling Karen, earlier in the week and then I wrote a piece which doesn't look precinct at all now because <laughs> um, that three, the three, the, in fairness, it was what was said to me at the time, but obviously these things are changing so much yeah. at the moment. And, and we have to bear in mind, gents, that we, there could be an extra week given or even two weeks yeah. given to clubs um, come next month. And let's hope it is, but obviously uh, safety safety first. But... Um, yeah, earlier in the week, it was here, certainly Galway looked like they're going to have both their, um, their, their football final, senior football final is going to happen on the 20th of September. I think Mayo's is going to be the same. Uh, Galway's hurling final is going to be on the 27th of September. Now, that that's right. Now, I was told that Wexford's finals were going to be in September, but obviously that has since changed, or at least that's the proposal at the moment to run with. Um, the hurling competition first in August and then start at the end of August the football championship and hopefully um, you know finish it up then towards the end of September Um, Kerry now have since changed as well Kerry were looking at September for their county championship obviously they have the club championship which is just clubs and they have the county championship which includes the divisional and the divisional um, the that part the county championship um, that's going to conclude now and the first week in October, and interesting, the club championship looks like it's it's penciled in for the 18th of October. So that you, you could have a situation where there's a club championship happening without county players. Um, yeah, that can yeah. that'll be very interesting. Um, yeah. and obviously there, there there could be a little bit of controversy there, but it's still reckoned that the county championship is the one to win, if you know what I mean, re- regarding the divisions. Slowly but surely, we've heard a bit more. Tyrone last night are proposing. In the main, we are seeing September as the, the, the county final period, although there are a couple of exceptions like Kerry, Cavan and Mead in the last couple of days, Cavan and Mead are looking, and Mead are looking at the 4th of October for their football final and Cavan for the 11th. Now, that raises a huge amount of issues. Like obviously we're hearing at this moment in time that the inter-county period could restart with the outstanding league matches, which is mm. grand, that's, fair. that's all well and good. That would suggest to me that we're looking at straight knockout um, because uh, from what I'm hearing, um, there's a determination to finish the championships in 2020, whereby um, there's no leakage, so to speak, going into 2021. The concern then for the likes of Cavan, um, and I'm saying this for, purely from an inter-county point of view, is that if they have a, a first-round game against Monaghan, 
the week after the Cavan County final, there's going to be eruptions. You yeah, know there's yeah. going to be eruptions. Um, but the likes of Cork and Tipperary are keeping their powder dry at the moment. Both of them have, well, Cork have a new setup, which I, I think is a great idea. The, 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 the groups, uh, the ideal situation for a senior county championship is between 12 to 16 teams. 12 is the golden number from all the secretaries I've been speaking to. 12 is the golden number. But Tipperary have a very convoluted, both football and hurling, are very convoluted and they accept that themselves. They have, you know, there's possibility of 32 teams winning a senior county championship. Um, both themselves and Cork are waiting to see what um, the Central Competitions Control Committee are going to do. Are they going to start the inter-county period on the 17th of October with the outstanding Alliance League games or are they going to go straight into provincial championships? Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Because that 14-day rule, I presume, will probably be scrapped, won't it? The the 14-day rule where you can't play, sorry, you can't play a club game inside 14 days uh, of a county championship match. Mm, that's, yes. Yeah. That's, so yeah. that, again, I think that everything, everything is up for grabs. That'll probably go, yeah. I mean, it, it, like first off, with my sports science hat on, given players, for instance, a week between a club county final and then an inter-county, let's even say championship game, would be absolute madness. You know, if you think, it, 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 you wouldn't expect that to happen. But you wouldn't know what will happen in, in some ways. So we're, really we're waiting for the GA to come forward with the inter-county mm. calendar first. Like, is there talk of that yet or when is that going to come out? That's going to come out before the start of phase three. All going well. Okay. And we're hearing that the government this week, the, the Irish government, um, are looking at accelerating things even more so. So that mm-hmm. basically basically the, the 26 counties are, are predominantly open for business and open to society by the middle of next month. Like if we're talking yeah. this time next month, that will be the, op- the open period. Yeah, so basically I would imagine by the end of next week, the Central Competitions Control Committee will have something drafted, but they won't release it until such time as they're confident that the government are ready to move on to the next phase because... If you could argue last week that the GA were a little bit, I certainly felt that the GA were a little bit out of step, a little bit too conservative in the sense that they may, they should have held fire on releasing the roadmap um, because they signed off on a, on, a, on a Thursday night and then the Friday morning, the, GA, uh, the, the government decided, well, we're going to accelerate things. Yeah. So now, don't get me wrong, the, the GAA. Do, you know, in being conservative, are certainly looking like you know safety first, and they've people's mm. interests in mind, which obviously they do. You can see the amount of yeah. work that's going to be have to be done now to be um, a compliance officer uh, yeah. in clubs and, and whatever, and that has to be commended in, in in many ways. But at the same time, they don't want to be left behind, and I know a lot of officials in Crow Park feel that as well. They don't want to be left behind because when the Premier League, it doesn't matter, I've made this point before, it doesn't matter that the Premier League is professional when it comes to hearts and minds and the kids are looking at something and there's no cool clamps, not for the time being anyway. The only thing they're going to be looking at from Wednesday onwards are guys uh, playing in the Premier League. Yeah, absolutely. And we made this point before whereby you, you have to follow the numbers and at the beginning of this crisis, like the Irish government stepped in really well, locked down very fast and very early and, and fully in some ways, like it was a slightly different situation over, over here in London for myself and Joe, which we spoke about before, Joe, we're not going to get into your Corbynista supporting Marcus <laughs> on this show. We'll, we'll spare John that. But, but then it's the same thing when you're coming out on the other side. If the numbers are so low and showing that 
okay, you can reopen. Well, then you, you should follow that. You should follow the science. And I think the GA were a little bit conservative in, in that. And, and listen, we, we, as you say, we, things can change so quickly. It might be something new on Monday mm-hmm. night or anything. Joe, you, you, were, you had a look at the, the, the Tyrone and Armagh, wasn't it? And they had, they yeah. had a bit of a proper of a games programme. Yeah, um, if you look at the, I don't think Armagh have released theirs yet, but if you look at Tyrone's model, um, Tyrone are actually going to split their league in two. So Division One's going to be split in two. Um, so it's going from 16 to eight. So that means that they're going to be playing off seven league games minimum. And then they're going to have, I think John might be able to crack me here, they're going to have a knockout championship as well. So for each uh, player, that should be a minimum of eight games, which if I was a club player, that'd be brilliant, you know. Um, yeah. You know, because um, you're going to get you're going to get eight games. Sure, um, eight most games. players, a lot of players, will probably get ten games if they get to the final. Uh, mm. And if you look at Tyrone as well, this is a obviously they don't have hurling as much, but uh, they have aspirations to win the All Ireland. So I think that's a really fair deal for for the Tyrone club player. And you know, Tyrone County Board have to be commended for that. And I think if you look at the other Ulster counties, I think Armagh are going down a similar route. Uh, I think Down will also be doing something similar. So there seems to be unity there in terms of w- what's happening in Ulster, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Tyrone, Kieran, one of the success stories has been the knockout championship for them in the last few years. It's been hugely popular and they wouldn't move away from that. And it looks like, Joe mentioned Armagh there, it looks like Armagh are looking at a knockout championship as well. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So, so, and they're, they're, do they then heighten up the importance of the league? So, because like, if you get knocked out in the first round in championship, then you're done. Mm, I know that's that is a very interesting thing, um, and you can see with some of the plans that certainly the August Bank Holiday weekend, which you guys, I'm sure, have your expertise coming back you know, into a competitive game, whether it be league or championship, you know, 11 days after yeah. you're officially permitted to, to return to contact training. Like. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. We, we, had a, we had a Zoom meeting this morning, myself, Joe, and, and Ross Bennett, who's head of performance with us, and we're trying to come up with plans and everything like that. So it's, a, it's a, an accelerated, progressive, intensified period. That's, that's the way I would have to describe that. But it is, look, it's possible there'll definitely be... be um, people will fall by the wayside, but you know that 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 will happen. Joe, we had plenty of experience of that with London, trying to get our lads up to a level to compete. But obviously, you you'll have players then getting injured when you're trying to get to that level. Yeah, and and that's that's the big problem, Kieran. But you know, if you look at the ratio of, of games to training for club players now, for example, in Tyrone, it's going to be around fifty fifty. Yeah. You know, so every other event's going to be a match, which is which is great, which is what club players actually want because the ratio was too in favour of uh, training. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What, how did, I'm just interested, John, how did county boards get this so wrong then? Because in, in some ways, like what Joe is explaining there, it, it's so not easy to, to come up with a, 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 a good schedule of games, but how are they getting so much criticism and, and, and why? Like, why did they not come up with, a, 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 in some ways to me, like a very simple model of that if you're, if you're a single code county, if you can call yourself that, in some ways like Tyrone, you just play lots of games, you know, put in recovery periods if you want. With a dual county, surely it makes sense to alternate weekends because like in a normal situation, another year, that's what you do anyway. So mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm a footballer, 
I play every second weekend. If I'm a footballer and a hurler, I play every weekend, and that that's the norm. Yeah, they, I, county. It's it, it, it's sad to say in many ways, but county boards are still still defer so much to the, the managers, and I think that's why I, whether it's true or not, and I think it is in the in the main, I think it is true. But again, we come back to perspective, kind of, and the the optics of it at the moment would indicate that the manager is calling all the shots. We all know the, who are the strong managers, um, those who are there the longest, basically. <laughs> Yeah. And we know that their their counsel would be valued, and that's putting it nicely as regard when it comes to um, devising um, championships and whatever. Um, the fact that it is knockout, or it looks like it's going to be knockout for the intercounty championships, I think raises the stakes a little bit more. And the point I would imagine mm-hmm. with phone calls between managers and county board chairman and secretaries during the week was. Well, we've only one chance at this. You have got to give us the opportunity. You have to got, got to give me the opportunity to get the these boys right for the, for the end of October or whatever it is for Halloween. And it looks like it, it probably will be Halloween by the time um, the the provincial championships are starting. And it seems to me that like there's still talk of a, an open knockout competition. But mm-hmm. I think the you know just to give us some flavour at least or some semblance of normality there will be provincial championships albeit a, a, a knockout yeah. but the, that element of, of that element of knockout Karen I think has swayed um, some people mm. um, in terms of uh, in, the, in terms of preparations and in terms of formatting their, their competitions yeah I mean everybody has an agenda don't they like when when you're the senior county manager you're tasked with taking care of your team and like your head is on the chopping block whereby you're either successful and you keep your position we won't call it job or you're not successful and you lose your position so so you have to be selfish you know and the the, the club manager the club player has to be focused on well their club team and and that's a normal dynamic so when people are saying the, the GAA or Crow Park are too focused on the on the, the county teams mm-hmm. and and the county setup, like is it really a problem actually that the county boards are the problem? That your oh, your, yeah. your your county chairman or woman or secretary or whatever they're the ones like they're the custodians of Gaelic games in in their county and they need to balance off between the club county funding etc. And that they're actually the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Paul Duffy said it a few years ago in an interview. Um, you know, he was asked, I think he was sitting down with um, John Delaney and, and Philip Brown at the time. And he, I think the question was asked, what do you envy of the other two? And John Delaney said, um, you know, the media that the GA gets, it doesn't seem to be as bad. No, you know, uh, the people in Crow Park will disagree with that. But Porrick Duffy was asked, he said, I wish I had the, the power or more of the power that you guys seem to have, Delaney and Brown, because he described, you know, I'm working with 32 republics. Mm. And that's that's what it is. Um, you, the G, and it's not a case of washing their hands or anything like that, but the GA can say, uh, Crow Park can safely say, Fergal McGill can safely say, guys, I gave you the opportunity. Mm. I, there's 11 weeks. It's actually just over 11 weeks. There's 11 weeks there. To, to hold worthwhile, really exciting championships, and you didn't use it. Mm. And because you didn't use it, um, you know, good luck to you. But at the same time, uh, suggesting that the 14th of September that inter county teams could come back then 
um, that really that that really was an issue. It was an anomaly because you know what are you supposed to do then? Just say you're you, the following weekend you're playing with your club in a county semi final. Are you supposed to train with your county during the week and, and jettison your your club? You know there was there was questions about that. And nothing was going to be perfect on this. As I said to you, Karen, they were going to be criticised in any shape or form, whatever they did. Um, and, and we, yeah, I, I repeat, we are back in that way. But um, yeah. Just I just feel if they went very much like yourself, if they had gone county first, it would have been a clean break. Yes, they would have been given, shot down, and and they would have been criticised. You know, oh geez, you're putting you're literally putting county first this time, but it would have given four months to of you know unfettered access. Um, and it's awful to use that word when it comes to clubs because clubs should simply have them, but yeah. it would have been such a clean break from. Yeah. They, they probably muddied the waters, didn't they? Like, like just what you referred to, to there by saying that counties can have access to the players from the 14th of September because it was club until 11th of October, then it's county season, and that's very simple, clean break. Now, it is co- more complicated than that, isn't it? Because if you're knocked out early stages mm. out of Tyrone Club and you're playing county, what do you do then for the next six weeks? Like you just mm-hmm. sit on your hands. You obviously want to go back and start training with the county and, and getting prepared. I mean, the, the reality for Fergal McGill and, and the lads, and there's some really good people obviously up in Crow Park, is that it's in some ways it's not their responsibility and in that they've handed this over to 32 you know, re- republics, as, as you could say, the county boards. But the truth doesn't matter sometimes, and it's the optics of that actually ultimately Crow Park are in charge, and they, they need to take ultimate responsibility as well. So, um, mm. like, could they have? Can can Crow Park come along and actually enact guidelines that okay, county players can't return to to the county team before you know, let's say eleventh of October, or that, or that club competitions must go on till the end of October. Was that an option at all, or is that, is that just even more messy? I think it would have been more messy, Ken. I've certainly noticed in the last couple of years, John Horne, from the outset when he came, became president, was like, you know, we've made rules, and rules are being bent, broken, mm-hmm. contravened, uh, circumnavigated, all sorts of things. He said, you know, it has to be a culture change. And uh, we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that in any shape or form. And I, I do feel a, a, a degree of sympathy for the, for Crow Park in that way because they can only do so much. Like people saying that they are the power wielders, and whenever and don't get me wrong, they do have a lot of power. Like Tom Ryan remains the strongest um, official in, yeah. in Irish sport, um, but at the same time, um, uh, they, they are their hands are tied. In yeah. some ways, and in, in terms of leaving it up to counties, and just as we're speaking, there another aspect um, which is brought up from the 14th of September. We're so used to if you want, and we've heard all the stories over the years how a count a club player reaching an All Ireland final on St Patrick's Day has been deprived of league action um, with their county. And they're basically they're they're being victims of their own success. Their club success has deprived them of county uh, success. Uh, the likes of Currafin on the last yeah. couple of years, mm. there's been elements of that. I remember um, when a string of Dublin 
uh, champions that were going to All Ireland finals on St Patrick's Day, and because they weren't getting an opportunity to impress Jim Gavin, they were left out in the cold, or at least they were being slow, slowly brought back in um, more so than than others. It does affect you, and yeah. I think it would if 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 teams are in county finals. And they don't. They're not basically putting their hand up and showing up for for county training. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to hurt them. And yeah. that, that really is that really is the, the club versus county uh, issue in a nutshell. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. We probably suffered in our time with with London. We probably suffered because we were actually we came into the position and said, well, we're going to support the clubs. We want the players to go back and play as much as possible. Our lads need games you know that's what they lacked the young london born chaps but in hindsight if you look back it probably affected our chance of actually being successful because we would send the players back to the clubs and the training wouldn't be at the same level the fitness wouldn't be at the same level some players would choose not to play we can't force them to play with their clubs and like joe was a bit of a disaster at times it does it's a challenge to be so open with the clubs, isn't it? From a county, yeah. let's say a county's point of view. Yeah, yeah, it is, Kieran. Especially from those county managers, you know that that want to keep their players because they don't want to lose control of their players. They don't want to send them back to the clubs because then you're losing out, and you might see other counties aren't sending their players to the club. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very difficult. I can understand it from from the county manager situation, uh, and you know. If you look at uh, what, what Davy's done, I don't know if he did any say in what, what Wexford were doing. I'm sure you can ask that here. But, um, you know, they, they have aspirations of winning All-Ireland, you know. And mm. the best way to do that is to keep your players and to keep them training with you. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see it from his point of view. Yeah, John Davy said on the now. I don't watch Late Late Show. Can I just say that first of all? I know, I know, I know you two are big fans every Friday night. Davy said he said this year, this year isn't about all Ireland's. It's all about the club. <laughs> I'm, glad, I, I'm glad to correct you on that. Oh, oh, there we go. Late Late Show. Uh, <laughs> and Joe will now finished up a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, um, no, no. He said that absolutely. And I, 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 I know Davy well, and I, I would have spoke to him a few times over the last few weeks, and there was a sense of um, conflict in him because he mm. wants to win a, a county title with Six Mile Bridge. Don't don't get me wrong. Obviously, to win with the twin in All Ireland with Wexford would be incredible, and that's the thing that has to be brought into brought it into the into the situation now. Less games brings people closer to All Ireland titles. Yep. The fact that you only have to win, only have to beat Dublin once, possibly. Yep. Whereas if you had to beat Dublin twice before, the fact that you only have to beat Tipperary once, if that's yep. the case in in, in hurling. So there's an there's the last time. Let's let's not get away from this, the last time that Wexford won in All-Ireland was, um, you know, in, in 96, it was straight knockout. Um, yeah. These these things are all in people's heads, they're all in county boards' heads as well. Like, there is a little bit of um, ego there, and that's understandable too. Like, imagine you're the county chairman that, um, and Derek can't have a lot of time from him, but imagine yeah. if you're the county chairman that oversees uh, Wexford winning for the first time in what uh, 24 years like it's uh, or you know in Joe's case like 
is very like it would be crazy yeah. um, and and yet and yet like the the, the hope that is the, uh, that is there at the start of provincial championships that never goes away because every team more or less or every county feels that they can win a provincial title now because of straight knockout that that's increased. So yeah. that that definitely adds into the conversations. Mm. Or certainly, if I was a county manager, I would be saying it to the county chairman. You know, we have a chance here. Um, and yeah. you know, we only have to beat them on any given day. We only have to beat them the once. Yeah, it's it's a very very conflicted feel. John, I remember nineteen ninety six well. I was having a, a, I was age thirteen, having a sip of a, of a can of lager with a few girls in a, in a field of hay outside New Ross. So I remember I remember it well. If my mother heard that now, she'd go mad. But she 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 loves Davy. But it it's a tough one, isn't it? Because as you say, like ultimately the, the county manager is there to win an All Ireland or win a provincial, and like. You're 100 percent correct that this is the of all the years. Uh, this is the year because aside mm-hmm. from the structure, I see this year as so many different variables coming into it. Like there may or may not be a crowd, you know. So for, if you think you're playing against Dublin, you've got more of a chance. You've no idea what other teams, what all the teams are doing. Do they have good S and C? Do they have good sports science? Will some of their main players, like uh, Brian Fenton, picks up the hamstring injury at being in a championship? He's gone for the whole season you know, intensified period, so you've, you've, you've got a chance. So I, I, do, I do have sympathy definitely for the county managers. And I suppose, like I spoke to a couple of Wexford County Board people today and they've, you know, they've probably rolled back a little bit and said that, well, we haven't actually voted on that the finals will be take place by this date. Um, it's nothing to do with the, the county manager and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure, you look, like every county, there will be pressure. And the important thing is that all these county board officials, A, they've got a really, really difficult job to do. And B, they, they, of course they care about the club, club players and the club teams. Like they're all members themselves. They're all involved themselves, like Davy is and others. So it's, it's a very, very difficult situation to be in, isn't it? You have a lot of things, factors pulling at, at the situation. It's nuanced, and yeah. you know, some of us don't. Many a time, I wouldn't have time for that or appreciation for that. But in this situation, yeah, because you you mentioned vested interests, kind of, it, it is. There's this, that, and the other. The, the priority is, and I know this is where you specialise in, is that the the player can't lose out as a result of this. Mm. Um, stakes are incredibly higher. Like you, you, you met absolutely. Right about the, the example of Brian Fenton, like if he goes for one game, that could be the championship. Yeah. Um, but that extends to the club player too. Yeah. Even say in a suspension in the first round, it could be two out for two games. You're done. You are done. And um, yeah. everything is, is 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 high stakes because of our determination and our hope that we get a season fitted into the last what five six months of the year. Yeah, it's it like it's funny in some ways because. You will have players now after training like on their own and no games and everything like that for a prolonged period. If you're from a successful, if you're from a dual county, a successful player at club and county, you might start, you might start, what is it, the, the 30, 34, I know, the, the beginning of August. You might go from the beginning of what was it, 11th of August, 10th or 11th of August, play a game practically every single weekend all the way till 
what mid-December maybe end mm -hmm. of county season something like that like I remember myself when when we were club uh, very successful with our club in Wexford and games were coming thick and fast in Leinster and everything every weekend and we had a few replays wow it's physically psychologically mentally very very difficult to do and and the, the worry is we were in a, I was in a Zoom call yesterday came with uh, Michael Murphy like the, the question was mm. put to me are you prepared for the 2020 season to become the 2021 in the sense that you could be going 16 or 17 months non-stop yeah and yeah. like he obviously you no know, Michael Murphy he has thought about it but he was saying that my pri priority at the moment is just to get back playing mm. but it, it raises so many issues gents in the sense that um, that there has to be some sort of definitive break and now yeah. you know this moment is that December if it is possible I don't think it is but if at least half of December and ha half of January is regarded as a closed season then all the better because uh, if we're looking at all Ireland finals going into January and February, whatever about clubs, it's difficult enough for clubs. Um, at the same time, it would have provided a great opportunity mm. for clubs to raise funds over Christmas um, for for their teams and things like that. And there would have been a great excitement. And it is going to be a, the idea of all Ireland finals coming up to Christmas. Um, it, it's tantalising in one sense, and mm. yet in other, it's like, oh Jesus, it's a bit, it's a bit un, unusual. But for one year only, I don't think we can complain in that way. But if it if it could be contained. Um, in the year I think it would be huge and I don't know what you think about it like to think that county players could go on 17, 18 months we could be we could be accelerating their their their, their, their retirement their retirement 100% I think people will retire I, I agree in that trying to get it finished by Christmas to me is psychologically even a very big thing and even if players had a couple of weeks off then over Christmas, you know, a bit of downtime and everything, and then you start back into January. I mean, it's, it's probably likely that next season, 2021, will be slightly condensed as well, mm. like with yeah. the league or the championship. I mean, for instance, I don't see a reason why the championship shouldn't be condensed anyway, like mm. in a normal season. It seems to me like there's a lot of kind of downtime there in the championship that's a little bit prolonged and... and um, like uh, too much recovery time between matches I, I would think in general yeah um, th th there's always been I think Pat Gilroy was one of those who proposed the idea of um, the championship becoming more of a tournament so yeah. basically it would happen over over two months now again that would that would create some demands on county players in terms of work and whatever like you know do you go into camp because you're considering you're playing every weekend or you know, yeah. you would probably be playing every weekend. That, you know, that that's bound to um, have some repercussions. But to, uh, there is absolutely wiggle room to, to condense the intercounty championship even more. So no doubt about it. And um, um, they're looking at that. Um, yeah. And in terms of streamlining it as well, I think that's more important than anything else. That the fact that. Um, like even the idea of Donegal and Tyrone when you consider it Donegal, don't get me wrong Cork and Kerry are playing in a, what would be a, it could be a, a, a knockout game yeah but, and Tyrone and, and Tyrone and, and Donegal the idea now and we were so used to it for so many years but the idea that Tyrone one or Tyrone or Donegal could go out on the first day is, it's scary yeah it's scary. it really um, but, is but in terms of streamlining in, in a sense that everyone would get an equal opportunity because you know it's something that Jim McGuinness would have said during his time not that it, it, it held Donegal back too much in that way but 
um, that it was tougher to win in All Ireland from Munster than it would have been from from Munster at that time or Connacht as much as Connacht has certainly improved over the last few years. Definitely, definitely, Joe. It, do you envisage any issues then between the the? I have to be very careful with my wording here, John, because with the Northern boys, even Sean Cavanagh got wrapped across the knuckles on Twitter yeah. about yeah. saying the UK. So, Joe, I'm not going to say that you live up in the UK. Well, you do live in the UK in London. But between like the administrations in Northern Ireland and Ireland, and like we're veering more into the kind of government advice and stuff. And if the UK advice is going to be different, which it looks likely it will be, than the Irish government... Like, is that going to pause, cause some trouble as regards playing in the All-Irelands? Um, yeah, it, it could, Kieran. But I'm, uh, I think Stephen McGeehan of the Ulster GAA, he was on a couple of days ago and he said, well, you know, Ulster football, club football is going to start at the same time. It's going to start on the 31st of July. So, so from that point of view, and I think yesterday, Michelle O'Neill and Orling Foster were saying that uh, elite athletes or elite um, groups can come back uh, very soon. So I think I think what the Ulster GA are trying to do is they're trying to just align it with the mm. with the twenty six counties. Right. So I think that's sort of part of the negotiations that they're having with the Northern Ireland Executive. And okay. so I don't think there will be any major problems there, not unless John John knows something else. No, absolutely. And I, I actually never had any worries about Ulster in that regard, the, the six counties that is. Um I spoke to Peter Canavan at the outset of it. I think it was around the time Peter was turning fifty and uh so we were all looking for angles and the stories at that time. But um, I was asked, just asked Peter, I said, are you worried that, you know, Ulster could fall behind in, in the sense that it could be behind in terms of numbers and or mm. the or uh, number yep. and, and what have you? He said, no, I said, John, we've been taken out. He was only speaking, obviously, from a, a GA perspective. But he said, we don't take our lead from Stormont. We take our lead from, from GA clubs uh, yeah. or from Club Park, I should say. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll be right. And he's, he's proven to be right. I don't see, I, I think, Joe, you outlined it perfectly there. I don't think there's going to be any issue with, with, yeah. with regard to the to six counties. And if there were, then we wait. And that's the, and that, and that's what we have to do because um, uh, it's a 32-county organisation. Yeah, that's interesting. John, Joe, Joe will be delighted to hear you saying that because he, he wants to accelerate on the, um, the border poll, you know, so he, he'll see the COVID, first there's Brexit, now there's the COVID crisis. We had Declan Bogue on a few weeks ago chatting about it with Joe as well. Um, so <laughs> we, might, we might have an all-island anyway, but Joe, we better not <laughs> mention any more than that. John, John, last few things. Is there any talk in the Intercounty about the Talton Cup, the, the, the B Championship, or and also uh, qualifiers? Is there any talk about qualifiers? The only suggestion about qualifiers, first of all, Karen, is that there might be a second chance for um, provincial runners-up. That's okay. the only thing I've heard. Right. Hurling is different, but it, it can't, I don't think it can be one rule for hurling. It'd be very mm. easy in an eight-week period to provide a second, a minimum of two games if you were to go with the 10 Lee McCarthy Cup teams. But obviously then the two McDonald's that come in, that, that, that causes a little bit of difficulty in that regard. But um, the only thing from a football perspective um, I've heard is provincial winners getting a second chance. But we'll, we'll wait and see about that. That, that wouldn't cause an issue. It just be, creates another weekend in terms of quarterfi- quarterfinals. As regards to Tal- Talton Cup, the, the, the B Championship, so, so to speak, um, that's been postponed until next right. year. 
um, Tom Ryan said that the other week. So whatever was supposed to happen this year, the, the, the final experimental year, the Super 8s, that's going to be moved on to next year and special Congress then regarding the, the whole calendar, regarding the, the football championship, that's going to, I, I would imagine that's going to take place next year, but no B championship this year, no. Okay. What about the um, the, re- the talk of the restructuring and uh, as regards flipping the league and championship and some of those ideas? Mm-hmm. Has, is that parked a year on down the line then also? Yeah, I think it's going to be the, the earliest we'll see that is 2022 um, because it, it could be discussed at Congress now in February, don't get me wrong, but yeah. then that would be too late. It usually is too late for the, the forthcoming championship. I think they, they'll want to give one more year just to see how the Super 8 yeah. it, it has embedded in that you know that's a that's a matter of opinion for all of us I don't think it has necessarily no. but um, you know it's very strange to just transplant a, a league format into the middle of a knockout competition it's always been my yeah. way and there was a glass more of a glass ceiling push in front of the, the or put on uh, at the top of the the heads of the, the developing counties which was the issue for me um, but um, yeah, that's going to be part for the time being. We're going to see another, the, the third and final experimental year of the Super 8s next season. Right. Okay. Okay. La- la- last uh, quick question. The GPA have gone silent. <laughs> the CPA, is this their kind of, is this the time that they actually really step up to the place and, and you know, grasp this issue and like they've started putting out a few tweets and stuff like that. Is, is this the, the, Come at the hour, come at the man now for the, the CPA. Yeah, I think we'll hear from the GPA. I would imagine the next they're being consulted at the moment as regards for by the CCCC, and they're bound to have huge concerns about the 16 month um, season or whatever yeah. it is, 18 month season, yeah. um, which could face a lot of their members. Um, that that's bound to be a huge concern. But I could see something consorted between the club and the and the and the county, mm. uh, the CPA and the GPA. They're not as much as you might think. Where we've been speaking for the last what 40, 40 50 minutes about club versus county. They yeah. see, you know, they they are they're on the same page on a, on a few things now. Mm. Don't get me wrong. The GPA would like to see a, an extended into county season. Um, yeah. To say, and that's one point where they differ. But you know, every every GPA member is a, is, a, is a CPA or a club a club member. So there is aspects there. But regarding the, the CPA, I said it earlier on. I think we're going to see them very busy over the next few weeks. And you can see it with Liam Griffin as well. In the I think it was the Irish Independent today mentioning that the idea that you know a club player could be out of a championship in the space of four or five days, where they to lose those two games, it's 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 uh, it's just not right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, we'll leave it there. Okay, thanks, John. We, we, just a final shout out about um, our kind sponsors, so, so rip.app. So head over either onto our website, dailysportscience.com or their website and you get two months free membership. Great way of S&C coaches and coaches and sports science to, to link in with their players online, sending them programs. Um, everything is done through the app, so you don't have to send them anything that way. And it's a it's a... It's a really brilliant resource. We're delighted to have have them uh, aligned with us and with the show. John, thanks very much. I think in in summary, it's probably a, it's a little bit of a mess at the moment. Everybody is going in different directions and everything like that. I wonder, will we see in the next few days a little bit of a swing back from some counties in that they may have not envisaged such bad PR and, and people rising up against this and they might say, well, actually, instead of us finishing in, in September, which I think is inherently wrong in the situation, 
we might push our finals back into October. Could, could you see something like that happening? If, if there's an indication from the GEA that they're going to start the inter-county period with club uh, league games, that might just give that little bit more of a leeway. But it, the, fact, the idea that um, you could go straight into provincial championship and a straight knockout provincial championship, I think that's what's mm. uh, worrying county managers mm. and therefore uh, county boards. Those damn county, county managers. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah. well, well, that that will be a really interesting one. So we, we'll we'll hold our fire on that. And and so really, it comes back to Croke Park then if they enact that change by playing the last two league games. And in ways, it does make sense because they're lower intensity games. You have a chance to reintroduction to to to, to playing matches. You have a chance to introduce some of the younger players and get up to speed. And then you enter into a, a knockout. Mm. Championship, then it would probably make sense, wouldn't it? That's it, and, and the interesting, you know, there's going to be a few case examples here, but Cavan will be an interesting one, as we mentioned at the mm. outset, uh, 11th of October county final, and they're in the running to get promoted from Division Two. So mm. let's see how that. Let's see how Mikey Graham feels about that. <laughs> but clearly, he's been he clearly he's been told about this. You know, there's nobody there's nobody going on solo runs as regards um, county managers. County managers are well briefed on these things. So um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We'll keep an eye on Davy. See what Davy says, and 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 um, we'll take our lead from him. Then, okay, John. Thanks very much. Brilliant to have you on the show, and and we'd love to get you back on. Hopefully, when the games are back up and running at some stage. Pleasure, gents.